0: Hello and welcome to RWA University's podcast on productivity, writing smarter, faster, better. In this podcast, we're going to bring you tips from authors on how to improve the quality of your writing life and boost your productivity. I'm historical romance author Joanna Shoup. My guest for this episode is Asa Maria Bradley, a double Rita Award finalist, also grew up in Sweden, Surrounded by archaeology and history steeped in Norse mythology, which inspired her sexy Viking warriors paranormal romance series. She also writes urban fantasy that features strong and empowered heroines. Find out more about Asa at AsamariaBradley.com. Asa, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you for having me. Though it may come as a surprise to some, writers aren't robots. We all have personal lives and our own ups and downs to deal with, and staying productive through those low points can often be a struggle. I know you've had some experience with that that you wanted to share with us.
1: Uh, Yeah, I had uh, uh, sort of like a a very good time and a very bad time at the same time. It was the best of times and the worst of times. I uh, was a Golden Heart finalist um, the year after you won the Golden Heart, and uh, that Led to plus a bunch of years of querying and submitting my work, led to my first book contract and um, everybody was celebrating in my family and everything was great. And that's very exciting. Yeah, it is. It's super exciting. And then my my dad got sick. He was diagnosed with uh, what's called Lewy body dementia, and so and it, it came had a very fast onset. So very quickly he had to go into assisted living. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really rough time, and my mom uh, was a, uh, a cancer survivor. She'd been battling breast cancer for a long time and then spread to her bones, and she was in remission, and uh, we thought we were sort of out of the, out of the woods for that one. Um, and then everything happened very quickly where my dad passed away unexpectedly from a pulmonary embolism. Um, my mom got sicker. My father-in-law passed away. And then my mom had to go into hospice and also passed away. And that all happened like within the next two years from like from 2015 to 2017.
0: Oh, my gosh, that's awful.
1: It was very rough on on everybody. And um, I think that we it was extra hard to deal with for me and my husband, because we live in the States and our families are over in Europe. So my husband's from the UK. So our uh, we were going back and forth to. Uh, the UK and Sweden, but it was for funerals, which was, you know, if you're writing a book, you can make that into something funny, but it wasn't at the time. So I had to learn a whole bunch of stuff about myself in terms of how I write. I'm a very left-brained person. My my background is in science. My day job is to uh, teach college physics. And so I just thought that, you know, you just compartmentalize and then you keep on going. And it turns out that Mental health doesn't work that way. And that also turns out that grief is accumulative, which I didn't know. So I had a really, really rough time. I was having a really rough time with writing. Part of it was that uh, these stories that I were telling were very much part of growing up, uh, part of Swedish culture, part of Norse mythology, and that mom and dad had been my biggest supporters. And so they were the people I had talked to. They knew these stories. And so every time I was visiting the stories, I was revisiting you know, missing mom and dad. So so that's what I was sort of dealing with at, at that time writing the series. So it just compounded it? Yeah, it it actually did. And um uh so I I the first two books came out. Um I was really struggling with the second book and then I just sort of hit this block when it came to writing the third book. It just was not working. I had uh, other, you know, did what you're not supposed to do, which is watching others. And uh, I had other writer friends that was also dealing with tragedies. And I couldn't understand why, why I couldn't do what they did, which was uh, the writing was an escape for them, where they, you know, they got a bunch of writing done, because that was a way of going into a different world and, you know, finding peace. And that just wasn't working for me. And I couldn't understand why. So I had to learn that uh, like you said, we're not robots. Uh, as much as I thought I could make my brain be a robot and not think about these things. I luckily have a best friend who is amazing. And uh, she figured out that what I was really dealing with on top of all this grief was probably like a really deep seated depression. This was just making my depression like much worse. I have struggled with depression, I think since I was uh, very young. So she sent me down and she works for the city that I that I live in and she handles their She sort of deals with, she's a social worker and she sort of deals with people that are retraining or that are working with benefits. And she's like their person that's a guide that gives them guidelines for how to uh, navigate the system. And so she just told me, she's like, Hey, listen, depression is a, you know, is a disability. Like you're, you're trying to work full time and write full time and perform at 100% or 200% with a disability and it's not going to work. So thanks to her, I learned what I needed to do to be able to maintain sanity and also be able to write. And the, the biggest thing actually was asking for help and realized that I am not superhuman. So I, I needed some sort of resources and I needed a lot of help. And it was kind of amazing to me that once I reached out and talked to my editor and talked to my then agent, and explain what was happening. Everybody was super supportive and something about doing that didn't lessen the grief, but it, but it opened up something that made it possible to write again. So that was, uh, that was a big turning point. And then eventually, you know, the grieving process did its thing. And I felt like I probably turned a corner, uh, maybe late last year or early this year where it was like, okay, like, I can see that the sun is shining again because I noticed that there is sunshine, not because I can see that it's out in the sky. Like the, the, the world kind of got back to its normal brightness again and things weren't just all deeply dark and depressing. And I wasn't struggling as much to get up in the mornings. So, yeah. So that's what I had to learn in order to be productive. I had to rely on other people. I had to, uh, admit that I had a weakness and that I wasn't superhuman, which was extremely hard for me. Asking for help and learning to say no to things that weren't maybe as important as I thought they were because I just didn't have the bandwidth and the capacity to to even operate at like 80% of where I had been before. I feel like as as women, we're just we're just used to being able to sort of juggle so many different things. Um, most of my writing friends are, you know, juggling. If they're not also working full time or working as well as writing in some capacity they're juggling you know caring for parents or caring for their families or doing uh, volunteer stuff and so yeah we were just used to doing so many different things and it was very strange not being able to even concentrate on one thing also once I talked to my best friend and then once I started talking to other people like my editor was extremely supportive she just said hey you keep on giving me deadlines that you think you're going to meet, but you're not, you're not, like, I'm not giving you these deadlines. So you're not failing me. You're failing yourself and you're beating yourself up about it. How about we just take away the deadline and you tell me when it's finished? You know, like, those kind of things were just extremely supportive. Yeah. And then I was surprised over how much outpouring of love and support there were from Romance Landia whenever I mentioned that I was struggling with grief and that I was struggling with depression. I think in the last couple of years, uh, actually, maybe the last sort of five years or so, there has been um, some very, like, you know, brave writers that have come out and said, Hey, listen, this is a thing that a lot of creative people struggle with. And there are things that make it worse. And we understand and here's help and here's support. And that really helped as well.
0: Well, I'm glad that you turned a corner and I'm sorry for everything you went through. I think this is important because a lot of people have had, if not your exact same experience, a similar experience.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: Asa, thank you so much for your time today on RWA University's podcast on productivity. Thank you for having me. And thanks to everyone for listening. For more podcasts and other RWA University resources, check out the resources section of rwa.org.